This is a HeadGum Original. What a week I had. I don't even know what the hell you guys were up to. But, you know, this is going to come out weeks after this happened. But this was the week of Valentine's Day. And, you know, we all hate it. We hate it. Even if you're in a relationship, we're like, oh, we're doing too much. You're not doing enough. How much did you pay? What did they get you? What kind of flowers did you get? Oh, red roses. That's basic. So um, this week really, really was into creeping, lurking, that my hobby is like finding the tea. Like, I want to know who the fuck you're dating, who the person you were not showing all year round, and now all of a sudden you posting them on a the grid and whatnot. That was my hobby. I was like, I really want to see all those photos that you're just like, you have that little hand on the side of your photo of the picture that you took. You won't tag who the person is, but it looks like somebody that you could definitely have had sex with. I want to find out who the fuck that person is. A lot of people this year posted who they're with, did not tag them. We hate people like you. How am I supposed to stalk the person that you're sleeping with if you're not tagging them? Tag them. And, and, ooh, you know what I love. Oh, I'm obsessed with going in the comments. Because sometimes you don't tag them, but the person slip up and they're like, oh, baby, thank you so much. So if I see a little baby, if I see a little, like, wet emoji, if I see the um, lips any of the peach, anything sexual, eggplant. I'm like, oh, that person, that's definitely the person they fucking, they banging, they wit, they, they Valentine in all the time. That's, that's who I'm searching for. So I love just getting in people's business without them knowing that I'm getting in their business. I have a Finsta account that I like. I look after people, some people that I'm like, hmm, they seem interesting. And then I see the person they're dating. I'm like, Oh man, anybody could have talked to them because look who's they're with. Okay, that was rude. That was mean. But we all got to have some fun. This was, a, this was a hard time for everybody. We're cooped up in the house. The right people weren't going on dates. Yeah, I'm not risking my life for a surf and turf. Just not doing it. I would love to give the waitresses money. They deserve it all. They like, wow, they're on this, this awful holiday that used to be all about the money. I remember when I was a waitress and... um. It was just like, it was kind of like a so, slow Valentine's Day. But this couple came in. They were like, they were cute. The guy barely spoke to me, but he ordered Dom Rosé. And Dom Rosé is like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300. So once you order the big stuff, I'm then I'm like all interested. Like, can I get you a napkin? And so he got that. He barely spoke to me. It looked like he was into his girl. Tell me why at the end of the, you know, they get the bill. The man overtips me like $300. And he slipped his number into my fucking billfold. Yes. Yes, that happened. So then after that Valentine's Day, I was like, so you telling me, you telling me you can cheat right in front of your girl with the waitress? I didn't want no parts, but you know, I sure enough took that extra $300 and I was like, what a nice customer. But anyway, it's all a, it's all a scam. It's not real. And um, glad that's over with. But let's get into Actual hobbies. 
I'm so happy, so glad to have this guest. I say it every time. I just can't get enough saying the guests are great. But this person is a friend, a very dear friend. And um, I mean, the fact that you guys don't know her, that's a you problem. But she is a comedian. She's a host of a very, very funny podcast called The Worst. I've even been on it. And you might have seen her on HBO, Los Spookies, or on Shrill on Hulu. Oh, yes, my friend is very booked. Checks are rolling in for her. Give it up for my very, very good friend, Greta Titleman. Hello. Oh, my God, Sydney. What a treat to be on this show. I think that I am now famously the most slept on comic of all time. Oh, it's I mean, the <laughs> fact that you put out videos full on character, you're giving me stepmom, goddess. <laughs> Every every other month, you're giving me something, and the girls are taking, but they're not giving you your props. is is actually racist and homophobic. Here's the thing: I'm like a streetwear company where I do a drop one, one to two times a month, and it's always fire. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna give you shit every single day, but when I drop it, it's hot. Let me tell you, I'm Ivy Park, babe. You're getting it once a year. You're not even. You're, it's very seasonal with. <laughs> you are not kidding. You are not getting every day, every week, every month. It's like it's here and then it's gone, you know, and I'm only giving it to a few. I'm becoming people. Rihanna's ninth album. That's oh, what I'm becoming. <laughs> I would love that would really that's the piece that I need right mm -hmm. now. Me too. That is what will get us all through if she would release R9. But no, we she can't said, keep asking. Y'all are y'all are gonna wait. She see how she see how the world is right now, and we don't deserve it. So we until, don't deserve. Pe until people get in line, we're gonna just have to get this Fenty, get this mm -hmm. Savage. <laughs> um, but in other news, you know, you're here to uh, pitch me on your hobby. Yes. So why don't you do that right now, Sydney? I'm here to talk to you about the art and the practice of mindfulness, also known as meditation. Okay, mindfulness. Meditation. Have um, you been meditating? Absolutely not. I don't know. Do, will you close your, <laughs> if you close your eyes and think about something that makes you happy, is that meditation? Look, I am in the camp where there are a million different kinds of ways to meditate. I don't think there's one right way of meditating. I personally have ADD as it pertains to meditation practices. Before the pandemic, I was on some like sit in silence mantra type meditation. And then when the pandemic happened, I couldn't meditate for shit. It was like I was forced into solitude and it wasn't voluntary and I couldn't meditate. So now I really like walking meditation. I really oh, so you like- can, you can move. Yeah, I didn't know that you can move and meditate. There's a million different ways to meditate. I mean, I think that if for you sitting in silence, thinking about something that makes you happy, that sounds really positive. Yeah, but whenever I think of something that I that really brings me joy, it usually goes all the way back to sleeping because, honey, when I close those eyes, I need to rest. I'm exhausted. And we love to rest. We love to rest. Can you sleep, sleep and meditate? No. What? I know. It's, it's kind of counterintuitive, but you can't. You cannot sleep and meditate because meditating is like... You're, it's a, a state of, it's consciously tapping into your unconscious. I don't know. I have issues with that because I, <laughs> I really feel like there's just this peace that you get 
when you're not awake, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. And it's kind of the piece where you can just <laughs> be totally gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't it's, feel that? It's as if you're dead, but still breathing. Mm-hmm. I do. I do feel that. I, I think- really thrive in that that realm. Yeah, I'm a catch me between the hours of two and seven when I'm not frantically spiraling in anxiety. Oh, Greta, you're speaking like <laughs> sweet nothings in my ear right now. Okay, so how long have you been uh, meditating? Did you do it like over the quarantine or you've been a meditating ass bitch? Like get into it. I started meditating probably when I had my first mental breakdown at the age of like 14. <laughs> Sounds about and right. I don't know if it was like, I wasn't really committed. I've, by the way, you should know that I go in and out of my commitment to meditation. <laughs> like I go in and out of fucking exfoliating my face. Actually, I'm more committed to exfoliating my face than I am meditating. Same. But I am... Um, I started meditating at a young age because my anxiety has just always been through the fucking roof, you know, and this was pre Lexapro. Okay. So it was before I was getting the proper medication that I needed to like calm the fucking noise constantly. You know, I love love a layered bitch. Okay. Not only are you just like getting into meditating, but you're also medicated. Mm-hmm. Medicated meditation. You be medicated and meditated, uh, honey. That is merch, and I love that for <laughs> us. Um, so thirteen and fourteen, you're like, I got too much going on. I need to center. Then the doctor was like, Oh, I'm gonna center you some more. Mm-hmm. And then we're zooming past all of that, and now we're here at twenty eight. And now we're and- here at twenty eight. <laughs> yes, we're here at twenty at a cute twenty eight. We're at a solid twenty eight. And Like, how are you, what's the difference between when you were 13 to now? Oh, wow. Well, (laughs) people have died, okay? (laughs) Things have changed. Um, I think the difference between when I was 13 to now is like now I really am responsible for my life. Whereas when we're younger and we're living in our homes, we're kind of subject to the environment. I now have like a bit more of autonomy and control over who is in my life, who's not in my life, what I do, whatnot. I have, um, I stopped meditating for years in my 20s. I'm still in my 20s, but Mm -hmm. I stopped Mm -hmm. meditating for years (laughs) in my early 20s when I was just a mess, when I was just like popping off like, you know, 12 vodka sodas a day light drug use, you know what I'm saying. So I was very distracted. And then when all of that comes crashing down and you realize this isn't sustainable, I really need to focus on myself again. I need to recenter. That's when I started meditating again, probably when I was like 26. And I took it really seriously then where I was like committed. And this was before we had Calm, before we had Headspace, before we had these apps. But I really liked guided meditation. And there still are really great like free YouTube guided meditations you can do. I was just about to ask like how expensive is like these classes? Well, it depends. Like some people really love TM, transcendental meditation. My sister is a big TM person. Uh, Fellow comedian Esther Steinberg is a TM meditator. 
Um, TM is expensive because you pay to learn the practice of TM and then everyone gets their own assigned mantra, if you will. Yeah. So I have never done TM. I have never paid to learn to meditate. I have definitely been on Calm and on Headspace and paid for those apps. And I think they're nice. And how, and how, how much it. are those apps? I don't know. Am I, I doing heads- am I doing an ad for Headspace? I should know how much it costs, but um I think it's know. nine ninety nine, <laughs> I think. Ooh. I could clo- be completely what? wrong. To get Hold into on. the unconscious? That's Hold expensive. On. Hold on, I'm opening it up. <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever paid for Headspace. I think I just do the free trial shit. Headspace Which, is $69.99 for a, a full year. year. Yeah, I pay for a whole I year. <laughs> yeah, $69.99. That's 70 bucks. But here's the deal. If you are someone, are you committed to your Headspace? I have to be because I paid the money for it. There you go. So I think that the money, a lot of the time, I know for my sister, TM is way more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. I think that the money component actually makes people, holds people accountable to meditate because they're like, well, fuck, like I paid this amount of money. I have to meditate. Right. No, but can, for somebody like me, I you know, I just, I don't get it. Can you just explain like the rundown of meditating. How do you how do you start? Okay, so how do you me, finish? For me, I per I said I actually think that meditating would be great for you. No. Because yes, I do. And I'll tell okay. you why. All right. Because I think it's a way to take a minute and you can meditate for five minutes. You don't need to be out here meditating. You know, my sister meditates 40 minutes a day. Okay. 20 mm-hmm. in the morning, 20 at night. I don't have time. My sister says, how do you have time to watch television? I say, because I'm not meditating for 40 minutes. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what I like about it is it gives you a moment to just breathe and really like, I have difficult times differentiating uh, facts and feelings. You know, like my feelings Mm. are one thing, but my feelings are not facts. And my anxiety can hold on, lead- hold on, hold on, hold on. So you telling me? So you telling me if I feel like the world is ending, you're mm-hmm. telling me that's not a fact? Well, there are some facts <laughs> that are pointing to that happening. <laughs> I just want to get this straight now. But no, like if you're feeling like everyone hates me, for example, um, that's well, that's not a, real. That's, that's not, not real. real. You know, that's, so that's not a fact. How? Meditation helps me is it helps me just acknowledge these thoughts as passing thoughts in my mind, Mm -hmm. but not give them uh, the validation uh, to become crystallized thoughts in my mind. And I am able to sit in it for five to 10 minutes, breathe and say to myself, okay, this thought is passing through my mind, but I'm just going to let it pass through my mind. And I'm going to keep on breathing and focusing on my breath. So for me, like, I am, I am frayed at the damn ends every day, as every you day. are too. Me, okay, I, hold are, on, hold on, don't speak my truth. But yes, that is true. But, <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I don't need you to. Ooh, that was aggressive and triggering. No, but you get what I'm saying. Yes, People yes. like us <laughs> that are like, you know, we're podcasting. 
We're mm-hmm. audition. We're doing auditions. We're writing. We're taking meetings. We're ta- we're all day. We're fucking talking. Yeah, you know. And it's a part of why we love our job. But it's like to take a five to ten minute break and to just not talk <laughs> is valuable. But when I'm not talking, I'm talking in my fucking head. So right. sometimes the words are not even coming out of my mouth. I'm just, they're all up here. So I guess the reason why I would suggest meditating for you would be to learn how to let those words kind of come in your brain and exit your brain without giving them space in your brain. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I also think it lets me be more creative. How does it help with the creativity? Talk to me. It creates more space in my brain. So when my brain isn't clogged up with a bunch of meaningless bullshit, and when I let the thoughts kind of go in and out, I have more space to metabolize, I don't know, literally anything. Anything Mm -hmm. that is inspiring to me or makes me feel good or... I'll have a clear thought on something that was troubling me. It's it's just amazing how much it helps to pause. Ooh, I like that. Now, how have you managed the last 12 months with meditating? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I feel like you have the tools to meditate, right? And you do it frequently. You do it every day, right? When we're good. When you're good. When you're good. When we're good. That's that's the the little disclaimer. Hey, when I'm doing when I'm not doing well, Mm -hmm. meditation cannot help me. Mm -mm. Meditating to me is like uh, exercising and a healthy diet. It's like when I'm eating well, I continue to eat well. When I'm exercising, I continue to exercise. When I meditate, I continue to meditate. But if I'm kind of snacking on a bag of kettle salt and vinegar chips and sitting on my ass binge watching Bridgerton, uh, I don't really have time in my schedule to carve out a meditation moment, you know? Mm. Now... Like a, a person like I am all over the place. I, I don't think it's just the ADHD. I think me, I have to have like 12 things moving at the same time to wear me out because I have so much energy to do nothing and everything. Mm-hmm. So for I've meditated, I don't know, maybe five times in my life. And when I when I was finished, I felt like, damn, I just spent that time not doing something. Right. Which I don't feel when I'm napping. <laughs> right. Well, I think that I, I feel very similar to you. Mm-hmm. I am an ADHD-riddled human being, and I also have so much energy to burn where if I don't burn it, it turns into like a static frenzied ball of anxiety and overthinking and like all of these things. Yeah. So the reason why I said at the beginning that meditation can be a lot of things, I don't prescribe to the idea that like 
in order to meditate, you have to sit in silence and you need to be cross-legged in a grounded position, straight up, just, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that meditation can only occur uh, alone in a room. I personally today, like the way that I've been more meditating, if you will, because my energy has just been so erratic and kind Mm -hmm. of crazy, I go for an hour long walk now every day when I can. And I Bitch. and I put on my headphones and I listen to music and I just say to myself, you're going to walk and you're going to listen to this music. You're not going to text anyone. You're not going to look at the fucking TikTok or whatever toxic app I want to suck my soul with. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to email nothing. I just have music and walking and that's it. And that's been, I think, the best thing for me during this time. Whew, that walking part, you just, it really just threw me for a loop. Now me, I don't know, I famously, my legs itch because there's not enough circulation uh, moving in my legs. I, I lay, I lay down for most of the day. And then when it's time to do stuff, I'm still sitting on my ass. So you're telling me that I can meditate and walk. Walking oh, but, is wait, meditation. Wait, Sid, you know what you love? What? You love bike riding. I do. I do. It's cold here, though. So I will not be bike riding until the snow is gone, mm-hmm. until we hit a cute 65 degrees. I'm going to need it to be 65. I get 55 that. 55 if I'm desperate. <laughs> desperate. But I, I need for six. I need, honestly, I want to be wearing a tank top. That Me, that's when I meditate. Because I would do that with bike riding. I would mm-hmm. I would have my loud ass speaker. I'm playing, you know, SZA, Summer Walker. I'm getting Prince in there. I'm, I'm playing mm-hmm. every freaking song that I love. And I just, I'll have no destination. And I'll yep. just ride, 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 ride. And that, that to me is my form of like tapping into the unconscious. It would make me feel great. It would make yeah. me feel amazing. I mean, I remember when... I was having that infamous relapse and I was biking everywhere and I was on, I was drinking and on Coke. And when I was on my bike, I was like, this is me like doing the good work, being on Mm -hmm. the bike, even Mm -hmm. though you can get hit by a car Mm -hmm. and um, you were not paying attention because you were too busy on Spotify trying to figure out the next song. But I I just (laughs) feel like that I really, I really was in a zone when that was happening. So Mm -hmm. I would love to transfer that energy into something <laughs> more productive in terms of tapping into that serenity, you know? Yeah. yeah. To me, like the broader purpose of meditation is to just get in a flow with yourself where you're kind of unencumbered by these pressure thoughts in your brain and where you can really just like achieve a brief moment of like levity, you know, Mm. where you kind of feel like you're floating with yourself, you know? Oof, I love me when I'm floating. Oh, when I have some Krispy Kreme donuts, yo, that, ah, when you have three of them in a row, Mm-hmm. Not not only am I floating, but my ass is is floating. Is <laughs> is a flotation device after eating three. Uh, now, so you meditate every day. You've been doing it for so many years. The, you know the pandemic didn't force you into it. So I like mm-hmm. that. I like that this is something that you you truly take time in, and this is not just going to be a stint 
where you're doing Look, it now. Some people, some people listening to this will be like, fuck Greta. She doesn't know anything about meditation because there are purists here mm-hmm. with meditation. I have a friend who has spent large chunks of his life going to silent retreats and studying different practices and meditation and really like honing in on the true, still, silent art of truly sitting in silence. Some people will say that listening to music, walking, being active is not actually meditation. I disagree with that. And those people... Bye. If you are yeah. that person, I need you to turn off the turn <laughs> off the podcast now because we can't relate. We are not the same. You know what I mean? And yeah. speaking of silent retreat, we need to go into a break. Just a little cute snitch. I, I need you to meditate for like a sec and we're going to be right back. Okay, babies, we're back. Greta is really getting into it and making me feel like, wow, this is something I'm vibing with. Don't know if I truly can center myself enough to sit down and 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 really focus, but you're getting me there. You're getting me there. Well, you know what I think you could do to just kind of dip your toe to see if you wanted to? My rusty, dusty toe? Yes, you're- how do I do it? Your gorgeous, stunning toe. Take uh, in the morning or whenever you're feeling like you have a moment, put on one song, preferably in the three to four minute range. Put your phone away, play the song and just like consciously breathe during the song. And then that's it. You basically Mm. meditated. Mm, yeah, because when I, there's like some um, YouTube videos on meditating. There, it's just some, the guided meditation. It's just like that spa music over a very surreal voice that's like not too loud, not too, not too low. It's just, just right. You if know? that does so, it for you, listen to it. But if not, like you can listen to a SZA song and breathe, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes uh, that spa shit, I'm like... Where are the birds chirping? You know what I'm saying? It's like too naturey. I'm like, I don't want this. Like, it's it's too much. I don't know. I love a pigeon cooing. I love Whatever a pigeon you cooing like. on a windowsill. That that is love and light to me. Get I will I will find a pigeon coo supercut on YouTube and send it to you. <laughs> I will. Okay, we've been talking about the good things, but like, was there like a moment that was just truly the worst while getting into this hobby? Oh my God. I mean, uh, so many times. I mean, typically like what leads up to the point for me when I'm like, I need to start meditating again is usually something kind of like cataclysmic happening in my life. Like cataclysmic? Cataclysmic. Um, Cataclysmic. Okay, that's word of the day, y'all. Try to find a way to say classic... (laughs) Cataclysmic? Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. First of all, can you pronounce it? And second of all, <laughs> can you use it in a, in a sentence this week? I dare you. I need you to do that and then tag me and tell me the sentence <laughs> that you used it in. Uh, so what um, happened? What was that moment that was like, boom, the worst, the worst moment? And you were like, I got to get into meditating. I mean, after my mom died is a very 
easy example for me to yeah. think of. You know, my mom died. I then went kind of like a year probably of just like drinking and whatever and treating my body horribly. And then I got diagnosed with lupus Fuck. and my doctor was just like, your stress is just out of control. Like mm -hmm. you need to figure out stress management outside of like binge drinking and eating burgers, you know? So I really, I was very, very sick when I first got lupus and I really had to take a minute and like get my shit in order. And that was kind of the first time in my adult life that I got back into meditating. And that meditation, I so badly needed to meditate. I so badly needed a moment for myself every day that it was easy is not the right word, but it felt like taking a pill that I knew would make me better. Like it felt like I had to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, I did not meditate, but I, I did Reiki. Mm -hmm. I did Reiki when I went through my relapse. And that that felt like a form of like therapy mm -hmm. and meditation. And it it only, I only did it because I was like at my, I was at my knees. I mm -hmm. was, it was like the last straw. And it's like, if this doesn't work, then it's time for me to go. I could mm -hmm. just die. And so- it doesn't matter how you get there. It's like once you get there and you're in motion, then it'll be easier to for the upkeep. Exactly. And I think that, you know, this over this pandemic, it got to a point where I was like sobbing every single day, like on my knees, like praying that mm -hmm. I would feel something happening in my life or and that's when I started meditating again because I'm just like damn Greta like you need to just <laughs> stay focused and calm down like nothing good comes out of being frantic all the time like nothing good you look like Preach. shit you feel like shit I'm first of all you look like shit number one yeah. and mm -hmm. as the, I, I can't be looking like shit like <laughs> it's not we can't be doing that you look like shit, you feel like shit, and it's not a good state to be in. I don't like feeling hectic. That's not, you know, I grew up in a hectic environment, so I think that there's part of my self-sabotage brain that's like, things should be hard and fucked up all the time. Same. But, but in reality, it's like, I don't work well with that. All mm -hmm. that I know how to do is like go into my hole and escape. I don't actually know how to check in and think to myself, okay, Greta, you have goals. Don't stand in your way. Tune out the bullshit and focus up. So now with meditating, I'm trying to just, I'm fine if I wane in and out, but I don't ever want it to get to a point again where I'm like so broken and I feel like I'm starting from scratch, you know? Mm. Girl, you should be a motivational speaker because I'm I'm hearing it and it's it's hitting me. It's hitting me in my tailbone. That's how good it is. Now, um, be, before we uh, you know, wrap uh, this up, I, I would love to keep going. Two hours in, I'm like, <gasps> am, are we meditating right now? Uh, I, I would love for us to play a little game. Uh, this week we're gonna do too high for my taste. It's not really a game per se, but 
Today, we talk about hobbies that are just like way too expensive for me that I mm-hmm. just, I'm not doing. Um, and today, too high for my taste, horseback riding. Horseback <laughs> riding in New Jersey is between $65 per half an hour to $95 an hour. That's Mm-mm. just training. That's like the lessons on how to ride, how to, um, ride a horse. Now, if you're really getting into it, then you buying the outfits, you buying mm-hmm. the equestrian pants. You the got looks the are expensive. Oh, girl, hundreds, hundreds of dollars. At, and you're if, not showing up to the barn not in a look. Oh, you have to. It if I'm not if I'm not in a hat that's got rhinestones all over it. That's called Sid the Stallion in the mm-hmm. back of it. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I really getting into this hobby? You so, need to be riding an Hermes saddle, bitch. Uh, you know they make them. Oh, I don't know that they make them because I'm not getting into this hobby. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Have you gone horse, horseback riding before? My sister grew up. My sister was an equestrian. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know some of the prices of the things oh, that she had to do? Yes, I do. Are you, do you mind chatting about her just a little bit? Well, there's a very famous story in my family where one Christmas, my si- I was like five. My sister was nine. And my sister opens up a small box, okay? A rectangular box. She opens it up. She sees it. She starts hysterically crying. And I, wanting to emulate her, open up my present, which was a doll. (laughs) And I start hysterically crying. Turns out my sister got a fucking horse. No. Yes. No. Mm Mm-hmm. The bitch got a horse, okay, and I got Kirsten, the Scandinavian loser American girl doll. Albeit <laughs> she was expensive. American girl dolls are expensive. Like $300, $300? I don't know how much they are, but they are expensive. But no one wanted the Swedish bitch who came <laughs> eating porridge, okay? Everyone wanted Samantha. And unfortunately, that's the truth of American girl dolls. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. my sister got... A horse. I mean, look, my sister. How was, much is a horse? How much is the horse? Don't lie. I don't. I. I don't know. You need to ask my sister. I think horses. Like I think they. Look, I think you can probably get older horses that are less expensive. But if you want, like a. If you're Premium. buying like a, a, a purebred, like race lineage horse, it can yeah, be yeah, like yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars. My sister never had those horses. I think my sister was more in like a Honda of a horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not like a Maserati of a horse. Okay. Okay. I, bitch, I'll, I'll take a Fiat of a horse if, if, we, <laughs> if, we, can, if we can really get into it. Uh, Greta, I, I really enjoyed this. This was, this like opened my third eye into like maybe tapping in more to like using my time more wisely, just better. Um, do you, do you think that this is a hobby for me? You, you know me, we're friends, we're personal friends. You know, I probably sent you pictures of my butthole before. Like, you know me. You know the inside I mean, of me. I mean, you- the Valentine's Day pictures shook me to my core. Abe yeah. was, like, dying to take my phone. And I was like, bitch, you better keep your paws off. This is for my private collection. Um, <laughs> Sid, I think you would really benefit from a meditative practice. I can't see you sitting still every day for like in silence for like 10 minutes, which is really why I'm trying to promote to you Mm -hmm. like a short 
moment. Since it's cold in New York, I'm not going to expect you to walk because I don't want you to freeze. So I think that like a nice thing for you to do would just be take five minutes morning, afternoon, whenever you're feeling like, you know what? I need five minutes right now. Take five minutes, turn on a song you like or some pigeons cooing (laughs) and just breathe for like literally five minutes. And you'll be shocked at how even such a short amount of time can just really help you reset. Mm. Greta, you are everything. You are you are the light at the end of the tunnel of Hobby <laughs> Hunter. We appreciate you so much here. Bitch, plug everything that you got going on. You know, oh your socials. God. Where can they find yeah. you? What's up? You know, I've been really trying to focus over this past year. So I've been a little quiet as it pertains to my podcast. But you can follow me on Instagram at Gertie Bird. You'll get some solid content drops yes. twice a month. I'm not going to overwhelm your feed, but you are going to be happy when I pop up on your feed. Mm-hmm. You're um, looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it. It's either a character or it's me half naked. So it's like kind of a win-win either way. Get you a babe that can do both. If you want to listen to my podcast, you can find it. It's at it's the worst on like Spotify and iTunes. And you can listen to an episode with Sydney Washington herself. That's right. I'm in that, baby. I'm in there. I mean, she's also... Long, long time ago, she was on the Unofficial Expert podcast. Mm-hmm. And she, Moons ago. Yeah, I she would was like our, to come back on. Yes, absolutely. She was our rich bitch expert. So, I, I mean. Ca- I think I educated you guys on what a parlor was. You, I was, I said a <laughs> den and you were like, no, honey, a parlor. Anybody can have a den. A parlor is how you know you have money, money. And I said, well, I'm, I'm broke. How do you, how would I know? But we're working toward our parlors. I am. I'm going to get one in my first parlor, honey. I'm taking a photo, me squatting down with gang size. And I'm like, Greta, I'm in this bitch. I'm no, in my parlor. No, it's you riding your horse in your parlor. In the parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Greta, I love you so much. Thank love you, baby. All right. All right. Obviously, I'm a little biased because Greta is my friend and I I genuinely adore her as a person. Like, I think she is very centered when she needs to be. She can also be like hectic and wild and free when we need to be out and about. But I do call her a lot when I'm having, you know, those spiral spiraling moments. So I do believe in her meditation practices. Uh, if I wanted to review her hobby, one out of five, you know, she's somewhere in the middle because even though she's really good at it, I, I just, I have to be honest, I don't know if I can sustain it just just knowing who I am. But I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on it. Guys, this podcast is getting better and better each week. One week you're like, ah, Sydney's a little dry. This week, hi, hi, hi. And so I need y'all to do me the solid every freaking time. I don't know if I've received anything. Uh, I haven't. I need you guys to write. Write to hey, H-E-Y at headgum.com or tweet. Tweet at me. Tweet at me your favorite hobbies. I'm not really asking me asking for much. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe you don't know my Twitter. It's just Sid 
NYC, J-U-S-T-S-Y-D, NYC. Tweet at me. Tell me about your hobbies. Tell me what the hell you're doing. And maybe I'll discuss them on the pod the week after. Just, I need some traction, guys. Am I, am I begging for attention? Yes. Do I have any shame about it? No. So are you really just going to have me hanging out here on my own brand new podcast? Weird and not nice. But anyway, send me your hobbies. Tell me what you love, what you like. Tell me things that you're like never going to do. Let's have a discussion about what we're trying to do to keep ourselves busy during this time of lullness, okay? But anyway, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, happy motherfucking hobbying. Can I say that? We're not cutting it. Happy motherfucking hobbying. Bye. That was a HeadGum original.